Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Even when you're a star, a punch in the head is still a punch in the head. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show for the week of June 27. This is uh, Anything Goes with my co-host Dave Martin is sitting in with us this week. This week? Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I'm going to lead to why I'm going to say that in a okay. second. All right. This week, Dave Martin is by himself. Uh, because uh, both um, Rebecca and Christina have things to do, and they can't make it tonight, so it's going to be just me and you ranting just, and raving. Right. Just uh, Well, once again, last week we were together. Yep, that's right. And uh, big show this week. We're interviewing comedian Eddie Delaseppi. He'll be in the, the hot seat for half an hour. I've seen on uh, Video on Trial. Yes, he has. Uh, CTV's Comedy Now. And, yep. Uh, other uh, other thing other things other things <laughs> I'm sure he'll that get, I might like I'm sure he'll uh, so narrow, C, narrow it down a lot of C when I'll be hitting the button for C for things I like video on trial call me now oh know? okay okay right? I, so didn't, I didn't get it I get lost in your references okay that's okay well you made a Project X reference and I said the monkey movie earlier and right and you didn't know about. it was the uh, the kid uh, trashing his parents house right, movie of, right. with a big party. So uh, another uh, another week goes by, and uh, I just want to uh, address this right off the top. Um, there's a, a comedian that couldn't come on the show because our schedule is pretty booked up. The way it works is it's it's really booked up like two months in advance, and uh, someone comes to town, they're not here very long, and they expect to get on the show without any kind of notice, and that's just not how the way it is. And uh, they turned to Twitter and said some uh, negative things about us, I guess you could say. Well, it, uh, I, yes, it was a negative uh, statement about us, but basically the statement was what exactly I told her. Yeah. You know, I mean, we sort of said that uh, uh, we, we weren't sort of, we didn't have time to make room for her. Right. And uh, even if well, we did. Even, even our guest this week, Eddie, was bumped from a month ago. It's like, you know, he was supposed to be here a month ago and we had to bump him for NHL reasons. Right, I mean, right, there's right, not, There's right. certain things that people don't realize when you do a show that happen and therefore that guest can't make it under the new schedule or we don't even have a show that week. So, I mean, there's a lot going on and she chose to choose, or she chose to choose, she chose a real high school way out and, and, and saying things and that's just not going to lead her to getting on the show. I never understood that. It's like, you know, you think you're going to be on the show. If you're on the show, I'm pretty much going to call you, you know, on your bullshit and you're going to cry in the corner like you're crying to your beer for years. Well, okay. Yeah, no, no. Well, basically, and I told her repeated times, one, you called Darren, called Darren. Yeah. And when she didn't call Darren, right. then she put up a thing on Twitter and then took it down like a few hours later. Right. So it's sort of like one of those like you know, if 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 you if you have the balls or the keep you know, it up or the or the cunt lips to put something up there, then right. I leave it there. Right, and it's just sort of like it's just sort of very pussy statements to you know say something about a show that's not having you on. Right, and, and, then, and you know, I don't take cheap shots. If you want to, you know, have the balls to do it, then say it to our faces or whatever. At least call me. She never called me. I have nothing against her up to that point, but now I do. But no, but you're not friends. You'll admit I, that you're I'm not, not friends, friends with, with her. Uh, you're I'm not, not friends with her. So, no. and and when I said, well, Darren doesn't know what we would talk about. Right. And maybe Darren doesn't think that we have anything to talk about. And then, she, you know, she never called you to prove you wrong or anything like right. that. Right. So. She could easily say, oh, I've got this coming up. We can talk about this. And I'd be like, yeah, great. Yeah. But, you know, uh, 
that's that's what happens. So uh, just you know, just so you know, there's there's all these things that happen on this show that you don't even know. Oh, a whole behind the scenes. Oh, the oh man. Now I want to take a quick moment. Uh, last week we interviewed uh, Bobby Mayer yes. and um, John, Hastings. Uh, John Hastings, and uh, I did a a, a joke, mm-hmm. uh, a joke that I thought would lead into some funny conversation about sure. women in other countries and stuff like that. Perfectly harmless. Now I know, I personally know it was a bad joke. The joke was uh, if you were with a woman uh, in Britain who was unclean. Uh, does her vagina smell like fish or fish and chips? I know that's wrong. I know that's a bad joke. Trust yeah, me, I do yeah. know it. Uh, but I did not personally acknowledge uh, the joke, and uh, there probably should have been a uh, afterwards, but there wasn't. Yeah. So it just sort of looked like it. I mean, there was just this uh, fucking weirdness floating in the air. Yeah. I, I, there was never an acknowledgement. So I'm right. acknowledging that that's a bad joke, and... Um, Actually, I don't think I've I've really only experienced one bad vagina in my life. Really, that was the first one too. Did which it smell really, like vinegar? Or? Uh, it uh, it just smelled like uh, you know garbage in the hot sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it didn't. It, it was every cliche. Right. But it was the first vagina that I saw. Not well saw, but it was the first vagina that it was like close enough to me that right. I could reach out and uh, and touch someone. And uh, it, it just it's and I think that the first vagina is always the one that sort of. It's That's stay, your starting it, point. It sticks yeah. with you for, First impression, uh, for a yeah. while. Yeah. Yep. And then I remember trying to go down on her, and it was just, it was torturous, and I didn't, I, my first thought was like, how do they do this in the movies? Mm. And so, you know, there, there you go. And so I knew that was a bad joke. They have a lot, they, a lot of Febreze in the movies. Yeah. Oh, right. A lot of Febreze and... And, and, and sure cleaner they, snatches. And, and, cleaner, and cleaner snatches. snatches, yes, exactly. That's right. Which so. I think was a, is a move in uh, in uh, weightlifting, I think. Cleaner snatches. <laughs> well, think, there's... At the 84 Olympics? There isn't the dirty snatch. And you know what the 84 Olympics in Los Angeles was the only Olympics to actually make a profit? Did you know that? No, I did not Most know that. countries go into deep debt. Right, just after. covering fucking Russia. That's why right. they go into debt. Yeah. And you know what McDonald's is still a sponsor? Like McDonald's and M&M's, I think, is a big sponsor mm-hmm. for the uh, athletes. Is that the? Does any athlete eat McDonald's on a regular basis? Well, I mean, you know, it's like the old cliche: Ronald McDonald House. If the kids eat enough of their food, they're going to end up at Ronald McDonald House, right? It's like that old joke. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, get I get tired of the wrong. Well, I get tired of the smelly pussy jokes. I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why did I change it back? Because I because you, you were up. referencing old jokes and so. you brought it up uh, today on the Today Show. Uh, Louis C.K. was interviewed, and uh, it's you know it's on the internet. You should probably check it out. And I guess the person interviewing Louis C.K. was like a kind of more Republican mom type person. I haven't seen the interview, but I did read uh, the articles about it, and I wish I could see it. Uh, I just didn't have time today. But uh, I didn't know that Louis C.K. was on the 100 Most Influential People in Times list. So that kind of opened up the door to the Today Show, you know, wanting to talk to him. And he's more mainstream now. I always thought he was pretty mainstream anyways. But anyways, um, with some of the some of the great quotes and, and discussion, uh, the one person kept asking, um, you know, why he keeps on being a dirty comic and why do you keep doing dirty comedy and dirty comedy and Does filthy? he know? Well, he's a dirty comic. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so, come yeah. on, you know, know, he's pretty dirty. I don't know what dirty is, though. I mean, I ask you, hey, Darren, do you think this is offensive? And it's sort of like, and then I'm, I yeah, but you shouldn't my, ask me. That. I, exactly, that's the thing. Well, Why I, am I asking you? What's my barometer is all fucked up. You know, like I, I, <laughs> how, I how many dead kids are at the end of the joke? Exactly. You know, or abortions or whatever. Yeah. But um, the the great one of the great questions they asked him, you know, um, why do you keep doing um, easy comedy, which is dirty? And uh, Louis C.K. kind of flipped it and said, if it's so easy, why can't everyone do it? Which is a very good point. 
Um, we've talked about that before, clean versus dirty comedy, blah, blah, blah. Sure. And it's an old age argument. But, you know, uh, Louis C.K. said, there's no such thing as a cheap laugh. They all cost something, and it's cost me a lot being dirty. And uh, that was a great quote for me because even myself, I have lost more money being dirty than I've made, right. meaning I can't do commercials anymore because they Google me. I lost that financial lecture, you know, that my best friend wanted to keep me on. James I got fired. Him, yeah. yeah, I had yeah. to get fired from that because the government sponsors thought I was too much for the kids, even though I used a different name. And I lost a lot of money from that. What was your different that. name? I used Darren Lyons, so the kids could never <laughs> Google me. Okay, all so right. So they could never Google yeah. me and find out my pedophile jokes or whatever, no, right? Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I, I really do relate to the idea of, oh, if it's so easy, then, you know, why can't everyone do it? No, not everybody can do it. You know, making a dirty joke at a party and making everyone laugh at a cock joke, yes, I guess everyone can do that. But to make it funny for, you know, two, 300 people and 45 minutes of it, you know, uh, night after night, it's not easy. And just like clean isn't easy. I've never said, you know, when, once you become a headliner or anything, it's not easy. Well, I know. I I think it all depends on what kind of like what how what, how your mind works, anyways. Right. Like I have dirty thoughts. Sure. So most of my jokes end up being sort of dirty and foul and dark. But uh, but I think I think you know it's all a way of of healing. You know. Right. Well, I, I I like making light of uh, dirty and uh, uncomfortable situations. Absolutely. You know, I mean, that's why, you know, I, I do what I do. And we had Gilbert Gottfried on the show making yeah. the jokes about Japan, which I thought some were funny and some were not funny. And that's the whole point. You know, it's like, move on. If I don't like this one, the next one. But, uh, you know, uh, so uh, check it out. Try to find the interview with Louis C.K. on the Today Show. Uh, I've heard it's good. I'm sure it's probably awkward at points, but uh, that's also funny. Yeah, most good things are. I, if someone actually, how much would it cost for you to put on a fair, pair of funny pants and do your act from uh, 12, 15 years I ago? I don't think I would do it. Could, what, could you do it? It would take a lot of money. It would take a lot of money. Now, First of all, I wouldn't fit into the pants. We'd have to get them taken out. No, there would be, there were, we would get a There's tailor. a way of getting that done. Yeah, yeah. We would figure something out. But, you know, I don't know. I, uh, Louis talks about maybe doing a, a one-year, a pure, clean, one-hour set. But, uh, you know, it's like I, I wouldn't do that. I don't care how much money's involved. You can't be what you're not, you know. Just do what you do, and that's it. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't think he was like, because I remember seeing him back in like 98, 97 in yep. Toronto at the Laugh Art. He too. wasn't remarkably dirty. He no. was a lot more, you know, observational and, and, yeah, more fun and sort of goofy sort of stuff. Yeah. But, but you know, he, he turned a new leaf when he started talking about his kids, and then he got dirtier and, you know, right. he divorced and yeah, I mean, I think a lot of his, but really, his he's just skyrocketed his fame when he started talking about more painful things in your life in his yeah. life. So yeah, well, isn't it funny in '05 the just for last said what they said about me, and then we see he can do whatever he wants. The uh, now one thing I, I wanted to uh, bring up, and I, I thought you do think most comedy comes from pain, don't you? Absolutely. Yes. Now we had a bachelor at party in uh, the London Ontario Club this weekend. They were right in the middle of the fucking stage, and then there was sort of two pockets on either side of them of, of people that were genuinely enjoying the show. But then there was this vortex of like sort of like sour faced women that were right in the front in the front of the stage, and uh, it just it amazes me that most people go to that a lot of people sometimes go to a comedy club just for comedy, and sure. they don't look into it. But most comedy is not sort of relationship-friendly, don't you right. think? Right, yeah, I agree. Like, even, even the simplest uh, men are different from women jokes uh, end on a sour note or on a painful yes. note. Yes, And it's just, it just it's, it's funny to me that, like, people just think, oh, well, comedy's comedy, and we'll go see it. But at most... Com- you know, most comedy comes from pain and discomfort, 
And that's why it's always amazed me that uh, when I, if I were to start going out with a new girlfriend, at right. some point when she knows that you're a comic, she asks, "Have you written any jokes about me?" Yeah. And, and my always, and, and I always say back, "Well, if I have, they're probably not in your favor." Right. You know? Right. Because right. it's really like, how often do you hear, "You know what? My wife is the greatest." Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This is what is so great about her. Yes. And, you know, and we want to relate to you. And, yes. And we can just relate to pain a lot easier. You know. I know. Even when uh, I, I know we got to wrap this up, but even though. Even before I was doing comedy full time, I never thought to myself, if I want to have a party or a big group of people, let's go to a comedy club. It would be like, let's go to a restaurant where we can talk and laugh and have fun, or let's go to someone's house and do that. I never thought about, hey, let's go to a baseball game together, or let's go to an event together. An event was in a small group where you can have focus and enjoy it, but you don't go to a concert on your birthday for you to have the, you know, oh, woo, it's all great with 20 people. I just never understood that. A concert I could dig, but it's really? like going to a movie with 20 of your friends. I I wouldn't go to a concert. No way. Really? I, I, I want to enjoy the concert. I don't give a fuck about you or your birthday. Well, no, but I mean, like, no, well, Roger Waters is not going to be on stage going, is anyone celebrating a birthday tonight? He might. <laughs> I seriously Tear down the it. wall, and you know, you've and, been doing that for a long time. Here's the, Chris, uh, the Christmas crackers. What the yeah. fuck is associated with birthdays? Here's your Christmas crackers. I don't know. I was trying to think of something shitty than uh, birthday related. Yeah, right. but, uh, okay, we got to take a break. When we come back, we will be talking to Eddie Del Seppi and much, much more other things me and David will be ranting about afterwards. I got many of a chick question for Eddie. Oh, many chick questions for Eddie. He's a, he's a slick Get your dude. hair gel ready, Eddie. He's a slick dude. Bite the pillow. It's going in dry. This is Anything Goes with Aaron Frost and Dave Martin. This is comedian Dave Mirage, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Friends on Laugh Attack Sirius XM Channel 160. Putting the word rap in rape. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Okay, we're back from the break, and joining us in the studio... Eddie Delaseppi is here. Hey, Eddie, how are you? What's going on, guys? Not yeah. much. Not if much. you're just tuning in right now, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to say that. Which we're trying break. to get, uh, we're trying to be better at that. Be, be better radio people. Yeah. So Eddie is here. Uh, this summer, Eddie is going to be going to Just for Laughs, uh, doing the Just for Laughs Homegrown show on July 27th, which is one of the uh, bigger shows at Just for Laughs. It's a, a showcase of Canadian talent that may have kind of flown under the radar at Just for Laughs. Have you done Just for Laughs before? Eddie? Yeah. I did it uh, July of uh, 2010. Okay. I did a show called um, uh, Comedy Leagues. It was like me, Darren Rose, and Allison Smith, all very funny comics. Yeah. And uh, we represented Toronto, and then we faced off against other cities. Oh, right, when they did the American and uh, yeah. Canadian and Brits, right? Didn't they do Brits? Or no, 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 it was uh, Toronto, Montreal, Boston, New York. Right. And the judges, uh, I think Paul Provenza... Uh, and Jake LeBeau from the Comedy Network and uh, another executive were judging the whole thing. Right, and 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 what happened there? Well, a lot of people, a lot of comics dismissed that show. They were just like, "What is this show? Why can't they the just show have- ran uh, a little long?" And then the uh, I think the nerd show with uh, Andy Kindler started at twelve fifty a.m. Right. And uh, there's people outside all angry, and then we laughed, and they're like, there they are. Those are the guys. <laughs> Let's get them. <laughs> Fuck them. Look at them. Look how uh, funny you are now. Um, but, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a surreal experience because we had to do – all of us had to do uh, – we had three minutes and three comics 
and we had to like figure out a way to do time all of us the same like right. within that that, that nine time, minute chunk right with that within that chunk. So we, me and Darren and Allison, what we did was we did like machine gun style. We did a, I did a joke and then she'd come up to a joke. Right. Other guys did, divvied it up like forty seconds each. It was really surreal. It was kind of weird. But I mean, was it a good experience being there? I, I for think that? It, I think it was good in the sense that uh, you you see what Just for Laughs is. I mean, right. You guys have been there before too. It's just yep. it's. It's not like how it is when you're here. Like over there, it's like you see a guy with a clipboard and a hat, and he could be the most important guy in your career. Absolutely, you don't know, right? Right. And for me, it was it was great to do that first because then you get that out of the way, right? Opposed to when it's crunch time, like a moment like now, where I don't have to be all starry eyed and be like, oh my god, like, yeah, right, right. This could be a life changer. Yeah, it's just, yeah. You know, now you've you, done it once already. It's just another show. You know, it's about you're gonna get a lot of cards and you're gonna get uh, a lot of handshakes and you're gonna be at, at the after parties and stuff like that and. You know, and it, then you know, three weeks later, hoping you're getting Peterborough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, like, did you, did you, when you were there for the contest thing, did you have uh, expectations, or did you think that was gonna go anywhere? No. You know what? I, um, I kind of figured that no one's gonna really be like itching to see three comics divvy up three minutes. Well, first of all, I think that was the, <laughs> that was the first year they did something like right, that. Right. And anytime they do a new show at a fest, unless it's got a huge heat on right. one person that forces everyone to go there, right. the first year it's not gonna have a lot of industry probably going to it or anyone uh, going to it other than maybe some comedy fans because they don't even know what the format is. Right, we don't know that if it's there, they're just to fill in a time slot. That's what I mean, yeah. If it's like, like a just, venue or yeah, whatever. But I mean, were if anything it would to me it was just kind of like uh uh just an invitation to a party like sure. you know, you're in uh we like you we do this and i would have said yes to anything so yeah right yeah it does get uh, a little bit tiresome after a while to even think about going without being invited i think after a while if you're at a festival and you're not on it yeah. you it, you can only be the guy just there for the party right for one oh, or man. Maybe you know, two years you know it's kind of weird when the people are like what show are you doing um just here i'm yeah, just here to party there are people who do that though they go a lot of years and i know guys have sneaked on shows that way yeah. too yeah uh not not obviously with the intention probably but uh it's such a it's such a big thing there's I a don't... prestige in getting invited and that's what i think yeah. everyone everyone's looking for yeah like a lot of parties you want to get invited yeah no i and i didn't you've been down to los angeles before yeah right? and you've gone to like industry like meetings and stuff like that before yeah i've had some uh meetings with uh with a, a bunch of networks before uh cbs nbc uh mtv and all of them uh they were like, "Oh, we like you so much. Uh, you should test screen for punk." I'm like, "Great." She's like, "What's your immigration situation like?" <laughs> oh, I uh, should have I, I, have, I have nothing. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh," and it's such a. You know what? It's funny. Like I, I've I've just uh, gone through the whole immigration thing now, and I'm uh, and I got approved for a green card. Right. It's it's crazy for Canadians that it's such a hurdle for us. But at the same time, I look at it like if it wasn't for that, there'd be no scene up here at all. Um, yeah, but you know what I? What, the thing I don't like is it's it's you know this whole idea of free trade and free this and you know it's bullshit because all Americans have to do is pay a small visa fee. Or not oh, visa for them to come uh, up here is one hundred fifty dollars. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. They can come and do whatever the fuck they want. TV, film, anything, anything, bullshit. anything. That's what and, and if they and get for us to go down there, we have to you know risk getting caught and being banned for five years. Oh yeah, and it's funny if they come up here and they work illegally, they're banned for a year. That's 
that's and it. That, and that they're really go out of their way. Yes. For us, it could be as simple as like taking money under the table. We get banned for ten. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Is it ten now? I know it was for five. It was five I before. Think it, I think it's like it's, it depends on the severity of it all. How yeah. long I've been doing it? It's just like seven to ten. But, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just really kind of ass backwards. Now, just just so people listening at home understand, like you, you know, you 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 do stand up, and then someone will invite you into you know into this kind of meeting. Now, most of them, do they know your stand up, or is it a kind of a setup thing? Or is it just well, we like them, this guy's look? Yeah. Uh, I had a um, I had a friend down there that was uh, that knew a lot of people at um, uh, a lot of network people, and they introduced right. me and they showed my demo stuff, and then I had a showcase set up at the Improv, okay. and they were like, "Well, we'd like to speak to you and stuff like that." It's difficult. It's unless uh, someone is specifically says, "I need Eddie, I need Darren, or I need Dave for this specific thing." Yeah. What can they thank really you for, do? Yeah. Thank you for including us in, in this scenario. <laughs> thank you very I, I much. I need a creepy dad and a creepier dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, a creepier dad is his cunt a lot. Uh, HBO's down there. <laughs> but uh, unless it's specific, it, they really can't really, they're really handcuffed. What, what can no, they do? I know, but I mean, I remember when I went down, I didn't have many meetings because uh, look at me. But uh, <laughs> Don't say that. I, I, I had a couple. I had a couple, yeah. and most of them hadn't seen me. They were just, they're doing a favor for a friend, and they're like, yeah, come on in. We'll right, talk. Right. You know, talk and everything, and one of them became a pretty big uh, executive now. But right. uh, was nice, but it was the sense of. Uh, so tell me about yourself, and you're like you're trying to explain, but if they haven't seen your act, you can't really explain right. what you do. And there's that sense of kind of awkwardness of like, no, no, you don't. I I do this, and the, they're like, oh, you're like this guy. No, no, I'm I'm not like Jeff Foxworthy. I'm right. more like, you know, if they haven't seen you, it's kind of weird. Right, right. They want that reference point. Yeah, uh, generals. I, I, they're just like general meetings, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the only one that was really they were really sparked was was MTV that was sparked, but uh, again, well, now you get your green card when you go back down. You well, know? now now it's like uh, once once all my paperwork is fully done, I'm approved now, which is like the biggest hurdle of it all. Yeah, uh, it's like being an American there. Yeah, it's a whole new world. It's a whole new world because yeah. I hear it's, don't you dare close your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can open your eyes. <laughs> Eddie comes down and he, on a, in a rainbow of glitter. That's and, not gay. Please, yeah, I was gonna say you pee glitter and stuff, like, but. Yeah. Uh, now, I, the one thing I like is the fact that you didn't make a – I don't remember you making a big deal of the fact that you were going – because we were driving to a gig once, and you were talking to me about going for meetings, and uh, I almost pulled over and kicked you out of the car and kept driving. <laughs> but, uh, right, right. but but you told me about like these meetings, and I was like, well – because people seem to make a big deal out of shit that hasn't happened yet so much on Facebook and Twitter now. Yeah. And I, 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 I admire the fact that you didn't. I used to hate be, dudes. Be, I used to hate dudes like that. I know because and you can be the, fuck yourself so quick. The, I used to rem- I remember that the comic will will, will be. Uh, I won't name. Remain the name. nameless. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I remember. Darren they, Frost. They. <laughs> I remember they came back from just for laughs. And every guy, every comic has the same thing. You're like, oh, I wish I went. Sure. I mean, so. And then he went on and on about, oh, these people like me and these people want to see my tape. And, mm. and all I thought in my head was, wow, uh, you're basically doing the industry version of a resume, sending yeah. a resume to an employer. Yeah. Who gives a fuck yeah. if they want to see your tape? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I try to avoid any comic that goes to Just for Last for about a month and a half because I know, look, I understand they're excited. I get it. You know, you right. may think something happened. Good for you. But nine times out of ten, they say all this shit. None of it comes true. And that's not their fault. But then they say it. And well, they it kind of is their fault, actually. Well, maybe. But all, all I'm good. saying is is the ones that keep it close to their chest, I can kind of hang out with. But the ones that are putting it out, I had ten right, meetings. Right. And oh, this guy said, I'm going to be the next this. And I'm like, you know what? Like I said, the joke earlier, seeing Peterborough in three weeks. Because that's probably right. what's going to happen for most. I, I'm not. Uh, I am by no uh, 
stretch of the imagination, uh, delusional. No, wait, I mean, that's why you're here. Uh, no, dude, that's I mean, why you're here. There's times where I'm like on a bus and going to pick up a rental car to go sure. to to a gig where I'm making 400 bucks. Yeah. And some kid is like, "Hey, I this I remember this specifically happened. Some kid goes, "Hey, uh, aren't you on much music?" Yeah. I go, "Yeah." He goes, "What are you doing on the bus?" <laughs> yeah. And then I said, "Because I'm on much music." Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, yeah. like I'm I'm not delusional. I mean, I always figured this when it came to stuff like that. I always saw guys talk big shit. And I used to be like, yeah, I those are the guys that I end up working with anyway. Right. Their life doesn't change. Yeah. And I always think back to I mean, I don't know if you guys are sports guys. I'm a big sports guy. But uh, I remember this one quote I had from uh, the first coach for the, the Green Bay Packers. Um, some kid uh, caught a ball as a rookie, spiked the ball in the end zone, ran to the coach and goes, oh, yeah, score a touchdown, score a touchdown. And he said, you're benched for the rest of the game. And he goes, why? Because act like you've been in the end zone before. Right, right, right. Act like you've been there before. Sure, yeah. That's, like, I like that quote. So when I, I'm not a sports guy, but I, I can appreciate that one. So whenever I see a guy boasting about like, oh, these guys want me and this guy wants me and yeah. I got him and this is this and that, that I always think you're, you've never been in the end zone. I get it. You're excited. Yeah. I remember one time I was about to go into a rub and tug and someone said, aren't you the dime guy? <laughs> and that was the last rub and tug I ever went to. Is that how you're going to pay us? Yeah. <laughs> in dimes. Yeah. yeah, dimes. Dimes and jizz. Well, right? you, you did show up in your uh, mascot outfit. Yeah, though, that's too. right. You showed up in the that dime outfit. Awkward. And yeah. then you do, well, how Come on, just, make me grow into a quarter, bitch. Yeah, just, yeah, I'll just pay you in my outfit. I'll leave it here and I'll <laughs> walk thought, home in my boxers. You thought coins are dirty already. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's right. That's right. It's got Darren Frost DNA all over it, fuckface. <laughs> were, you, were you coached at all when you went into these into these meetings? Cause yeah, you, a little bit. Because a lot of the time, just sometimes, you know, if you're so used to just doing like, if you open mics and you just start doing, uh, you know, paid gigs and then, you know, you get noticed of doing, doing a small set and they love your look and then you go into a meeting and then they offer you something and you're, oh, I'll take it, I'll take it. What? <laughs> it's funny. I was listening to uh, uh, Kevin Hart on uh, WTF. Did yes. You? Yeah. And uh, the way he talked about going to meetings was like doing a set. Remember that? Like, I don't know if you remember that. He was like, oh. Being all big and being all excited and yep. running jokes by them and stuff like that and almost acting like as if he was doing a set. Uh, when I went in, I uh, just put your. It's like any interview. You put your biggest your biggest smile on. You have a good time, sure. or whoever you are. You got to act like you're ha enjoying it, yeah. Or whoever you are, you got to be uh, uh, that to its fullest. Uh, and the guy that I was was helping me out, a good friend of mine, was just very realistic about it. He's like, look. A lot of people take these meetings. Yeah. A lot of people sit down across the table from somebody that yeah. can make their career happen. They're just going to say hi if something sparks. If they think, oh, you'd be good for this thing that just came up, they'll let you know. If not, then they'll shake your hand and be like, thanks, and you'll be in a pile of other resumes. So, right. So, you know, I, I took it I took it as that. I thought uh, I'd, better, I'd rather sit in front of this person than not. So Now, what's your, what's your plan? I mean, that's probably going to change once you get there, but your, your, your first thought and your plan is to stay in L.A. for a period of time and then tour, like kind of fly out and do some shows, or I, um, stay in L.A. for a period of time? Well, I... Because of the green card, uh, I have no uh, option other than to stay there for six months of the year. You have to be there for six, right. six months of the year. Right. Um, so my my plan so far is to do pilot season, hopefully next year. Right. Or if not, uh, take a big chunk of my year to audition and uh, come back, tour up here, try make to some like, money. Yeah, right? make some money. Sure. I, and my I'm lucky that my folks live up here too, so it's that's that's easy for me to just a place to stay too. Yeah. And after Just for Laughs, see if I get any interest. If not, then uh, I have some other contacts that are interested as well. I kind of want to play my best card. So. Right. Um, Do you have a, a sitcom in your back pocket that you want to see yourself in? Like if someone, because that's a lot of the times that they, they sort of 
Because I know that it was uh, when I was at Just for Laughs a million years ago, Drew Carey's manager was there, and you know Drew Carey was kind of tired of doing stand up, and he didn't know what he wanted to be in a sitcom if he if those offers started coming in, and his manager basically just said like, if you weren't doing stand up, what would you be doing? And uh, Drew Carey was like, well, I'd probably still be living in Cleveland, and uh, I'd probably be managing a retail store. And then his manager, Rick Messina, was just sort of like, uh, well, th- there you go. That that's your sitcom. Yeah. Right, right. And that was the best way for him to walk in. And right. I've heard a lot of comics say, always have projects prepared for yourself to do once you go into a meeting. So because... so Eddie's sitcom would be him staring into a mirror for 30 minutes? I think so, yeah. Hair gel yeah. in there. 22. <laughs> Dis- <laughs> no, you'd be the commercial too, Eddie. <laughs> I'd be the commercial You'd be the commercial. You'd, the commercial. you'd show it every once in a while. Yeah. Or you'd pick up a chick at, every, at the beginning of every episode and then somehow oh. break up. Break up. You guys her. really don't know me that well. No. <laughs> well, no. That's, that's I, all you know. Well me. Eddie just likes his hair and he fucks chicks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking chicks sometimes are... at the same time? That is 80% mm. of me, though. That is sometimes a Sometimes at the same time? No. Uh, in terms of projects, stuff like that, I don't know. Uh, I don't have any... I'll be honest with you guys. I really don't have anything that you I'm should. like... I should, though. You should. I should have something. Like, I, even in the next month, I mean, before Just for Last, you just write a couple ideas down. Because, I, you know what? A meeting happens. Someone likes you. You go, I've right. got this... I, I, I have some concepts. I don't have an actual <laughs> script, but... That's uh, what I mean. Even just write some concepts. Yeah. One-pager's down. That's a one-pager. Just put it on paper, one-pager right. it, and just have it. Because yeah. you never know, man. You don't. Like, that's the thing. Like someone maybe just drunk enough and like love you and then want to just commit right there. Right, you don't right. know. What's the, is that? Uh, is that the most embarrassing time you've ever been recognized on on the bus going to pick up a rental car? For me, in the hand job, it is. Okay. Well, okay. I know the hand. I know the hand job story. Yeah. I, not that I was story. there. Yeah, well, the rubbing tub. Wrote, Darren was at a rubbing tub. That's my and, most and embarrassing. Someone, oh, oh, that really was, happened. That's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got recognized in the gym once uh, doing from doing a set. Yuck yucks from. And he was it was a new dude. I was like, listen, can you get a towel and wrap that shit up before you? That happened before. to me, too. That happened to me, too, where uh, they had a, I don't know why I did this. I was, like, right at cock level, too. I was just like, damn, man, I'm putting my shoes on. Yeah, listen, yeah. if you're going to say, hey, didn't I see you at Yuck Yucks? Yeah, well, I didn't but see you. But once he recognized you, was he a little harder? Or? No, I didn't, okay, say, I didn't right. check his stiffness. Sorry. Right. We both start growing, and then they're like, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> let's go find, let's crawl to a locker together. <laughs> <laughs> we both get construction worker voices. Yeah. Eddie, throw me your gel. Yeah. Was this funny? Yeah. Uh, Here's my closer on your face. Why are you Tony Danza all of a sudden? I don't know. I just I got I got a limited reference of well, hello Eddie, it's me Tony. <laughs> I got a limited it. number of voices. You got three I can accents. Do. You got here's, three accents. Here's my impression of the Pope. That's my Pope impression. <laughs> Why is that? he a ghost? Well, he's a ghost and Dracula. Oh. Yes, and it's me, he's Dracula. Like, also like, the Pope. He's like an Italian ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I, goes, I put a little uh, radio DJ, hello there, it's me, the Pope here. All well, right. uh, first here, Here's my only impression. You ready? See if you can guess. You ready? Money, penny. Well, is uh, is that well? It's that's Sh- my Sean Connery. Oh, that's his Sean Connery. Oh, Sean Connery? <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was Chris Quigley for a second. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more Sean Connery with Down syndrome. And, and, yeah, I, and, I think so. Darren would have some bills, uh, beer spilled on his shirt. <laughs> now you you uh, you're uh, with a a girlfriend now, correct? Uh, not technically, no. Not technically. All right, but you've had girlfriends that have met you uh, while you've been a part oh, of video stand-up? trial and through stand up, right? Have you ever had that? Have you ever dated a girl that saw you first at stand up, and then you dated her, or has it always been that you know they eventually saw your stand up? I have. I've had both. 
Right. Where like I met a girl and then she's like, I can't wait to see her perform, which is the the worst. Of course, right. of yeah. course. Because then you're like, now it's like a showcase is now. It, yeah, yeah, sure. Before is, you yeah. could be all loose and be whatever, and she just comes up to you. Yeah, or you she, do. You only do okay. It's gonna take to date ten. If you kill, it's date three. Then you're right? thinking about your material. Do I like? Yeah. Do I talk about this? Do I talk about? Do that? I talk about bitches? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. You know. You and yeah, it, <laughs> that's a good way to refer to it as, as showcasing because you know and you, bitches and bit. Well, yeah, but then you got to be careful with what your material is. Yeah, that's uh, creepy. So it happened to you, like you. Dated a girl who had seen you first as a comic, or that hasn't happened. You think I think of any imaginable uh, scenario for a comic to meet a girl. I've I've done it right off of Twitter, off of Facebook. You dated a girl off of Twitter. Off I'm of, not dated. I've uh, had um, relations. A good time, right? <laughs> well, it's, MySpace. Okay. That's uh, whoa, old school. Uh, I even I met a girl off ICQ when I was when I was, uh, okay. when I was yeah, yeah, seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, uh, I love ICQ, man. That was the day. What was that sound? What was that? Remember that? Whenever it oh, popped yeah, up? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember. But was it fucking, a that, was, thing, that was amazing, man. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it was. That was the fucking frontier of the internet where people were just fuck and fuck and fuck, and not a lot of yeah. people knew about it. Um, um, yeah. At shows, um, watch, uh, like, just like. Hanging out. On the like, bus, hey, you're pretty funny. Let's fuck over here. Or? No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I see you on video? Like, like, you thought, <laughs> no, look, that's looking never up. happened. No. Has that happened? No. You guys, you guys think I'm a big whore, huh? No, 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 no. 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 I mean, I, well, I you're want a young to guy. You met, you you're a young my... guy on TV. I don't, I don't think you're a whore, but you, you're a young guy on TV. You've, you've met my girlfriends. I've had solid girlfriends. Oh, oh of, course, yeah, of course, of course. Now I want to throw this both to uh, both of you guys because I always worry sometimes if you meet a girl while you're doing stand like and she sees you as a stand up comic, mm -hmm. and then do you ever think, oh man, what if I just get pissed off at stand up and I don't want to do it anymore? Would she still like me as a person because I'm not a comedian anymore? Never, man. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, you I would wouldn't, never worry. You about wouldn't worry about that. that? No, no I, I don't. I, I don't worry. I don't worry about it. But I was just I was <laughs> curious. I, I never thought about that. No. I never, because you've never thought in. about quitting stand up, or well, just because my I, I I've always very much tried to keep one separate from the other. Right. So other than an income, stand up comedy means nothing. I mean, I'm not sure my wife would say differently, but I would I would I always try to keep it pretty separate. Yeah. Right. Like but you've never dated a comic, right, Eddie? Or never will. You? Never have. Right. Never or what will. could what could go wrong? Well, Dave, I know, Dave. I know, I know. Do, I know. do we want to turn this into Dave Show Martin me your story? diary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Show me on the dolly where you haven't cried there's over. There's too many variables for it to go wrong. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I agree. No, no. Oh, you break Definitely. up. She's at a show. You hear a whisper. Oh, she, I think she left with some dude. You know yeah. who the fuck it is. Yeah. She's on stage talking about someone. And your buddy's looking. Is that about you? Oh, and then she says bad shit to all the other female comics. Oh. They won't come near you with a ten foot pole. Oh, well, like that's already right, happened. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, a bunch of times. Then, then we can't even get female chicks on here unless they're hosts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or they have to be in another room, and I have to be on the other side of the glass over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why is his shirt off? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that cream on his chest? <laughs> yeah. Why is he doing the? Uh, I'm gonna cut your throat hand gesture too <laughs> where's the other hand <laughs> no um, I, i'm just always curious because even if you just start dating someone and they they start dating you because they see the uh i don't know the, the... no I, I like when i look at when it comes to dating and stuff like that i want to be a retreat from stand-up i want to yeah, be like exactly want to go home hang out with them and not but be like must... hey did you see this uh, what do you think of that and on top of that dating another comic uh boy or girl whatever there's that awkward moment where they're not at the top of their game, they could be right. going through a slump, and you got to be honest with them, and they right. may not want to hear that. Oh yeah, no, I know. Oh yeah, no, that's no. the reason why I never date a female comic because they'll always come to a point where they're gonna, I'm gonna have to lie to them, and I can't lie to them. And vice versa, I'm sure there's a there's a there's a young guy dating a comic who's a little more senior, and she and the dude throws in the toilet, she. 
I mean, does she be honest with him? Does right. she tell him, "Look, you got to work on this," or you're not, you're not. Well, you're what's not... happened to you, Dave? You've done that. You've thrown in a toilet. Are they are they honest I, with I, you? I, what? What, what? What question are we? Am I answering the? No, like you dated. No, you still think about quitting comedy? His scenario, he just yeah. I'm the thinking, scenario I think about... he just presented. He said, "If you're you've dated a lot of female comics, yeah, right. So you're dating and you sh- you suck one night, which happens. Oh, boy, are they okay. honest with you, or are they more like, oh, it wasn't as bad as you thought because they don't want you to cry all night? Well, first of all, I wouldn't cry all night. I, I still, well, but you know what I mean. Mean. Fuck them attitude when it comes to crowds. But uh, as far as the, uh, dating a, another comic goes, because usually when I get off stage, I'm the first one to say, oh, that was fucking awful. Right. And then they can build my spirits up if they want to. And so they, they lie. Don't, then... Okay, they lie. No, That's they the don't always you lie. They lie. Everyone's a lie. Well, Everyone fucking lies. No, if I, if I bomb, I'll be the first one to say that I <laughs> bomb. Lies Trust to me. Dave. Lies Great to show, Dave. See you next year. Well, <laughs> if I don't know you're lying, then that makes me feel better. <laughs> But you know, I never have dated, and I wouldn't. And I think you got to keep it separate. I think it's important. But now, for you, because of your age and your look, and you're an attractive guy, and you're on That's TV fun. a lot, like video on trial, which is a certain market. Do women ever get jealous when they date you because of the attention from other women? I've had, uh, I've had a girlfriend like just scour my Facebook wall, like, what's sure, this? what's going on? Even- yeah. Uh, this nineteen-year-old bitch in Cranbrook. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've had uh, some girls that don't care at all. That are very secure about the whole thing. Right. I, I I know. I can imagine being on TV is close to being like no matter what you look like. Being on TV to me is as close as it is to being a hot chick who's just normal. Right. Because people want to. You might get the odd look here and there. People want to buy you a drink. Yeah. Uh, people come up to you for no reason. Yeah. And some people try to like have sleep sleep with you or fuck you. So it's like it's very similar to that. So being on TV is kind of like I can almost understand what it's like to be a random hot girl walking down the street. Right. Yeah. Because you do get that. It's that very look. similar. It's very similar yeah. kind of like uh, stuff you go through. And and you've done what? Uh, you've done uh, fifty seven years of video on trial now. Yeah, fifty seven years. Right? I started before there was uh, <laughs> television. Before at there all. was television. At all. <laughs> you just sat in your room. I just sat in yeah, my room. The records. I just played some old vaudevillian records and just kind of. <laughs> like, this guy's a real turkey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, gather around. Watch this guy mock the radio. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you ever have to defend being on video on trial? All the time. And how did you do that? No, I'm just saying that Honestly, everyone might have their own way. I, I think you guys know me really well. Yeah. I'm I'm the kind of guy that's like, look, how many gigs are on uh, that guys have a chance to be on TV? If you can name, if you can name more than ten, uh, then maybe you got something about me not doing that show. But if you can't, then fucking. I never. Yeah. I, my whole thing is, look, I'm honest about it. I'm not a big fan of the show. I did it once. They never. Well, paid video, me. On tra- video on trial. Video on trial. And, and if you don't know it, yeah, uh, it's a lot like those shows that used it's to be a on talking VH1. head show. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes fun of videos. You mock videos. Yeah. And, I mean, my issue was always with it is like I'll see someone mocking a musician that's playing to a stadium of forty thousand people, and then I just go watched him do a set for a beer ticket at Betty's uh, on King Street. You know? Right. It's sort of like, well, who are you to mock these these yeah, people? Yeah, but you can say that about anything. Like, I know exactly. With yeah, your political jokes too. Yeah. You know? Right. Exactly. So, this guy's trying to change the world, and I'm making fun of him for it. Right. right. And this guy could have me killed, and I'm good uh, answer, Eddie. Yeah. Fuck you on that one, Dave. <laughs> oh, oh well, I like Mr. that one, Mr. Flip Flop. When I did my fucking fish and chip. Chips joke. Fish and chips? My fish and chips well, joke. Well, My well, fish well, and chips I don't, joke. I don't want to make this, the, the show sound like it's deeper than it is, but I think as a stand-up, you're having commentary on life. And music is a part of life, and we're having commentary on that. Right, and they're all just uh, opinions, too. So. Yeah, and, and you know, honestly, I know what it is. We're appealing to a younger demographic sure. that's probably watching videos being like, these guys are stupid, but we're saying more clever things within the parameters of what we can say. Yeah. And then and it works. And I'm not going to be any kind of—I'm uh, not going to be a, del- a delusional and be like, I'm on it because I'm— 
you know, I'm an okay-looking guy. I look like uh, I could be in a, I could have been in a shitty boy band at one point in my life. That sure. probably helps too. Yeah. So you know, I, I, those are cards I play. And uh, yeah, but I don't think you know. Even though I may not like the show, that doesn't mean there aren't good things about the show. I mean, it definitely gave, gave exposure to, to people, and that Trevor, helps. Trevor, Deborah, sure, me. you, Darren Rose, all all you guys. You've done it a number of years, so you must be doing it right for. Yeah, there may be some young kids who think you're stupid. And there's a lot who think it's good. You know, they be, be they don't on, keep people on shows for a long time if it ain't working. Being on TV in this country is such a if you if you can stay on TV in this country, yeah. it's a difference between you making five hundred to like two thousand dollars for a gig. Yeah, yeah. It's a difference between you being highly considered to just being part of a pile in an audition. Yeah. And I those are cards you have to play. And I, and it's funny, like I am by no uh, under any uh, thought that. Uh, it's because I'm so crazy talented that this <laughs> right. is why. I remember someone gave me the best comparison. Someone said to me that, uh, you know, let's just say you have you get a pumpkin and you put a circle around it. You put it in every single sitcom, right? And then one day you see someone dragging a pumpkin on a wagon with a circle on it down the street. Everyone's going to be like, there's a pumpkin from TV. Let's take right. a picture with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all it is. It's just facial recognition. You on it enough, on enough, right. on enough. It, it's all you need. Yeah. Sometimes. See, I, if I yeah. if I did that that analogy, I'd be I'd come on stage with the pumpkin on my cock. Right, right. There'd be no face on it. Though. Yeah, but no. Yeah, but nobody would want their <laughs> nobody would want their picture that, that, taken with a, a pumpkin that Darren stuck his cock in. That's, hey, that's how he carves out jack o' lanterns. No. By the way, that's fucking right. I got fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got fans just the same way as the guy that chopped off the feet and mailed them to the uh, parliament. Uh, fucking par right, we do. Parliament. We're gonna fight crime together, fuckface. <laughs> oh man, he's got fourteen. How many sites is that fan base? Fan sites is I that I have? To, yeah, over Luca a dozen. Magnata? Yeah, Luca Magnata. Yeah. Wow. When start, I first heard, I thought I he was the ice cream guy. I thought he was like the new Magnum ice cream guy. <laughs> I thought he was the guy that fell off the second floor from the, uh, who, who was that chick that Suzanne Vega sung? I just said his oh, name. Oh, Luca. Yeah, exactly. That his, was a long fucking way to his, go. His name sounds like he owns like a, like a Chevy dealership. <laughs> yeah. Come to Magnata Chevy. <laughs> it's going to be huge. We're cutting prices like I used to cut feet. I was a, uh, uh. I like how they call them a male porn star. If all your videos are like uh, POV ones, you're probably not a star. Yeah, yeah. You have to tell your uh, co-star not to get in your eye. Now, would you have you guys ever uh, mocked uh, Nicole Arbor's video on Video on Trial? No, we can only mock, mock stuff that uh, we play on the network. Oh, okay. Because of a CRTC license, I think. Oh, really? I think so. I think you can only you can only mock stuff that they buy or I, I How know. How come you guys haven't mocked the video I did for the headstones? You guys should do that one. Oh yeah, that's, that's the one. Played the on. one <laughs> we know we keep talking about. That. You I should mock the fuck out of it. You know, the, the way you said uh, "oh yeah" was like "oh yeah," and then you immediately forgot about <laughs> what you just said. Uh, no, Does Nicole Arbor have a video? Yeah. Hey, she, oh, see, I don't. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to give her any attention that she doesn't already oh, need. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what uh, you said that I asked you if you went to the video. Uh, the Much Music Video Awards, mm -hmm. and you said you didn't, and you went to a Which are just massive after party. Now. Just it for is... our American listeners, it's like the MTV Awards for Canada, and I mean it's shown yeah. in the states as well, but it's massive. Big now. names, well, more it's people, fucking crazy. More people in the states watch Much Music than up here, just by numbers. Of course, alone, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because Fuse TV shows in the U.S. and yeah. just yeah, sure. Density is the video pop. on trial on Fuse as well? Yes. Wow. Now, I, now when you go to America, do you ever get recognized? Uh, I haven't been since it got. Or just to uh, someone throw an apron last at year. you. But it helped for my green card. Huge. Right, right. Huge, huge, huge. Because my lawyer stated a case that he's already on American television. They bought 40 episodes. And on those 40, I was uh, on like maybe 28, 30 of them. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, 
Now, now that's another, a great card going in for sure. Is there going to be like, um, you know, a show stops and then they make a movie, right? Like they may do Arrested Development and they may do a movie or another season. Right. Is Love Court going to come back in a movie <laughs> form, or I is it going to be in 3D? Or I th- no, I'm, I'm, I can't be a Love Court 3D. His eyebrows are like right here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that Love Court was going to be a good idea? Like when when it first when they pitched Explain it to you. Explain everyone what Love Court was because they may not know. You know what? A Love Court was basically a video on trial when we we uh, ripped on daters. Right. It's kind of like pop up video only. The pop ups were actual people saying things. Right. right. Yeah. And uh, the network didn't want to do it anymore because uh, they switched uh, program directors, and one of them was from YTV. The program director wanted to go on a younger sort of uh he felt that the, the the movement was going back to younger music right i uh smiley cyrus justin bieber but Selena gomez stuff like that so they felt that it would the show was too mean towards its viewership they felt that uh, we're making fun of people that watch the sh- oh watch i the should watch it more than so the if i said look at this guy what a disgusting slob and then some disgusting slob who's like 15 is like that's me like yeah. you know right <laughs> yeah all the disgusting slobs at home are, <sighs> <laughs> Now, how, how often chips. do you film a video on trial and you go, uh, those three jokes were great, but I know they're probably not going to get in because they're too much. Is there is there much of that anymore? Because when I did it years ago, they were kind of still worried about right, right. maybe don't go too far against this person or this person. Uh, it's a different experience between me and other people just because I know exactly what they're looking for. Right. I've done so many. Sure. Um, I can picture which jokes get in. Sometimes I'll have three or four. Sometimes I'll have like two. Sometimes I'll have like ten. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, I know it sounds ridiculous. I really don't care. Yeah. As long as I'm in the booth and I'm doing my thing. Yep. As long as I'm on the episode, I even tell producers, "What do you want me to say?" And they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like, they're like, some of them, the new ones, will be like, "What do you mean?" Like, look, it's your show. It's your vision. I wouldn't if I was on another show, and then director's like, "Okay." Uh, I wouldn't be like, I'm going to do my own lines. Like, obviously, yeah, yeah. I want to be on the show as much as I want to be. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you say, can you make fun of him doing this? Uh, that's what I do. Right. Well, okay, well, we, we have to wrap it up. Uh, you got one more thing, Dave? Yeah, Dave. No, well, do you want to have Eddie in for the third segment where we can just rap about uh, horse shit and stuff? No, we got to see. I promise. Okay, all right. Oh, Dave, yeah. tell, tell, tell Darren about the story about you show me that girl on your phone, the, the picture. Oh, what, and I know exactly you, who it was. I don't want Well, we can... If Darren you freaked, wants to tell I freaked the fuck out of Yeah, you out freaked out the fuck out of me because you knew someone who I knew out west. Wait, here's a quick little story. Met, here's yeah. a quick story. Me and Eddie were on a show a month ago, or two months ago, for his headline week. And uh, Now Magazine came down to review. Remember this, Eddie? Yeah. And, Glenn uh, Sumi's like a ghost. He just... He's so, just Holy shit, where's that from? Wait, wait, can we, can we finish okay, the story right. and then get into something? I'm just showing him pictures of people. Yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> I just want you to back this story people up, right? Tips. Because he came down to review the show. He gave you a glowing review, and we were at the bar afterwards waiting. Uh, you know, he Twitters the show, and I said to you, I guarantee you he's going to call me a bully tonight, right? Did right. I not say that? Yeah, you did. And then 15 minutes later, what did he say? He said uh, he called you a bully. Right. And you couldn't believe it. You looked at me like I was fucking Chris Angel mind freak. He, he, I, I will say this. Darren really knows how people will hate him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucking, you're like, no, know. man, no. And then like, okay, you're right, you're right, okay. I, I was like, I was. I thought it was so funny that that it was, the exact wording was yeah. pretty funny. He said, yeah. oh, he's going to say I'm mean, but he said bully. No, he said bully, and then he did say bully. <laughs> I was like, Wow. <laughs>
You All rejoice right. in that? Do you enjoy enjoy being a bully, Darren? No, I'm not. I don't feel like I am a bully uh, to a certain extent. I understand what he was going for at night. They weren't getting my references, which I didn't think were that far. And you're giving him a hard time. And I, and I was kind of giving it to the audience yeah. a bit. If they don't know who Kim Jong Il is and they don't know who this person is, then fuck you. And if that's a bully, then fine. Yeah. But I knew I knew what he was going. I didn't hate it. I just knew he was going to say it. That's right, all. Yeah. I think. I think when I thought it was fair. I think when you're Darren Frost, uh, it's it you if you like 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 we're talking about Louis. If you want to if you want to say certain things, it comes with the territory, right? Yeah. And that's just what. And it even is. afterwards, I wasn't upset with him calling me a bully. I just thought it was funny that yeah, I that said the exact it. wording yeah, of it. it. That's all. Yeah. It's fine. And I said to Eddie even and a couple of people, it's fair because that's what I was. That my night. favorite Darren Frost moment is when we went to Barry, Ontario, to do a show. Oh yeah, and, and I was like, and I was so young. I was like, I've never seen you freak out on stage before. Can, can you, can, could you freak out on stage for me? I was like such an idiot. And he's like, I, I don't think you want to see that. No, I don't want to see that. <laughs> and then towards the end of it, he was like, because it was a long road trip, because it was on a long weekend. He's like, uh, he's like, all right, we'll show you. So he goes up, freaks out. And I was like, <laughs> I was so shocked. I was like, "Wow, why would he? Why would he do it like that?" <laughs> I thought he was just gonna like jump around and be funny. I didn't think he was gonna like scare me. And then he walked by me and goes, "How's that for freaking out, you fuck?" And then he walked. His- <laughs> like, well, I-, I still have to get in the car with you. Yeah, I know. You just <laughs> uncomfortable drive home. Oh, Barry, Ontario, it was where fun, dreams though. go to die. Did you put? Was- did you put his hand on? on uh, did you put your hand on his knee or something? Who? It's a calming down. Calm me down. Calm me yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, all right, Eddie. If people want to get a hold of you, let's go through it all. You got a website? www. Does someone say www? Twitter. Twitter. Eddie Delseppi. Instagram, which is a big thing now. Yep. Yeah. Just are you guys on the Instagram? No. I. If someone posts something somewhere, I'll look at it. It's the best thing ever to look at attractive women. Because right. it's Dave for, is doing it right now. It's, it's, it's for Twitter. Right it's Twitter for people who have nothing to say. Right. It's, it's just like, oh. oh, I'm hot. Look at the, it's bikini weather again. And then they oh, just take Dave, a photo. Dave just got hard. Yeah. And uh, just Show for last, homegrown, up. July 27th in uh, Montreal, Quebec. So if you're in that area, please go support Eddie. And um, it shows at 8:30. You want to get tickets? Go to ha 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 dot com and come support uh, Edmundo over here. All, All right. right, team Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie Del Thanks, guys. A lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Get ready to try and shower the filth off. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. This is Peter Klamis, and you're listening to Anything Goes. Smoother than a stripper's area. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Okay, we're back from the break. This is Anything Goes, and that was the interview with Eddie Delaseppi was in the studio with us. Huh, Eddie? Wasn't it good? Yeah, no, I, I enjoy Eddie. Yeah. Eddie's a, is a you very do great... enjoy Eddie. You've yeah, said that no. many times, yeah. I enjoy Eddie. Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah, almost very like a fine guy. wine for you. I enjoy Eddie. Uh, and I always want to put a cork in him, so. <laughs> um, no, what, what, no what, we we were talking a little bit about relationships uh, yep. before the show, and we mentioned about going out with comedians. Now, I am guilty of that yes uh, and uh but one thing i always have to say but is you've like, lied to them too right you've told them they're funny I, when they're not that funny no 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 i've always said i can lie i can uh, every female comedian you've dated was funny well i've only dated two okay i've fooled around with some other ones but i never right. said that they were funny when i didn't have to okay all right uh, that's, I've, that's I, I said i found them uh, uh, and both and oh, both female comics are funny that you did right date. that i, I genuinely that. dated yes, that yes. i i've all i found them all very very yes. funny 
And like I always say, I can fake I love you, but I can't fake I think you're funny. And um, and and you know, it's one thing that is difficult about dating a comedian is yes, of course, at some point you're going to have to talk about the other person's set. Yeah. And my uh, and I always worried about having to say something like, well, it doesn't matter if I find you funny, or uh, or <laughs> yeah. this is another good one. Well, I've seen you be funny before. Oh, well, the audience seems to like you. Yeah, it's always one of those things. It's like, and I just sometimes worry about if I'm going out with a girl and she meets me as a comic, and if I get frustrated with the comedy then you know she's not going to know exactly where I come from and then so that's why sometimes dating another comic is you do have this sort of you have this familiar yeah, territory common, that yeah. both you common can all relate ground. to exactly that common ground now you're going to ask something about relationships and, and the beginning of a relationship and if you're fucking up what was that well, about? I didn't know if you're just if you're screwing up uh uh, in any department, would you want to know early on, or would you want her? Because I mean, sometimes it's like like a, have a sit down and go, "Hey, this bugs me. This bugs you. Yeah, let's you, get it out in the open." Do you want to go out with someone who's going to like bring those up early on, or let them build to the point where they start uh, yelling, I, and screaming at you? I don't know. I mean, I've I I think with my wife, uh, I'm pretty self aware of what she doesn't like. She hasn't had to tell me what I'm doing that's kind of pissing her off. So I have, I've never had that, but if, if there was something, I would rather want to know as soon as possible, for sure. Well, it's always that. It's it's just one of those fucked up things, because then you're told... Then you're oh, second-guessing well, if you don't. You, first of all, you're second-guessing everything, and then you start thinking, well, does she even want me to be myself yeah. when she knows that I'm going to joke about everything tragic? Right. You know, like if a plane crashes, and then I'm going to have a joke about it, most likely, or oh, yeah. something, you know, if, uh, you know... She knows that I'm going to have a Jerry Sandusky, uh, you know, joke about the pedophilia thing sure. or something like that. So it's just, it's kind of, then when you're told to be yourself, then you're sort of like, well, yeah, well being myself doesn't work very often either. So right. it's just a, one of those weird things. There's a reason we're comics, and that's because we can get that part of ourselves out. But yeah. if we if, if we don't be that way at home, it's kind of weird. Right. Uh, a, a girl that I'm, I'm kind of seeing in uh, London, she went to a bachelorette party. Now I just my, talked about all my mm -hmm. bachelorette party uh, issues. When they're audience members um, off the top of the show, but one of the funny things, I don't know, they give out like loot bag sex toy things. Sure. Uh, she she had a cock she had a cock ring, uh, and uh, it basically said, "I that's you're taking a lot of risk in wrapping some." I've never know, done it. You've never put a cock never, ring on. Never. Well, I had uh, I once bought a, an ex girl. Well, we, we weren't exes at the time, but of Eddie course. actually wore one on his hair once. I think <laughs> yeah, he's wearing one now. Sepia, yeah. The. Uh, uh, but uh, well, she had a cock ring, and and you just press this little thing on the top of it, and it would vibrate yeah, for yeah. half an I've hour, seen that. right? Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. And I just thought, man, what if this becomes a new increment of time of for me of just uh, how long does it take to drive to uh, London from uh, Toronto? <laughs> what takes uh, four cock rings? <laughs> so, hey, I'll meet you in half a cock ring. But uh, yeah. I, it just, it, and I just thought, man, what a risk! You're taking some mystery piece of acrylic, rubbery plastic, and putting it around some because you know that the skin on your cock is not the same as the skin on your face. Yeah, you know that from an old Eddie Murphy joke about, hey, you're putting cologne on your face, don't put it on your bag because it'll be like fire, you know? Right. Uh, I, I just, I thought, man, what a risk you're taking of just, uh, and what a way to find out that you're allergic to cock rings for the first time of just like, hey, where'd this cock ring come from? Oh, it was made in Vietnam. What could go wrong? But the whole purpose of the cock ring is to keep your erection going longer, right? Yes. That's the only reason for it. Well. Isn't it? I th think so, Yeah. Eddie, Eddie gives Eddie a thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs he knows. Up. Yeah, Eddie exactly. summed that up. Right. Yeah, that's what you use a cock But I for. gave, I had a, uh, it was a, a dolphin uh, that you could put your cock through, and it looked like a dolphin. And yeah, it was, no, it was, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was the, it was the Cadillac of uh, yeah. fuck toys. I should get I like, I should get a cock ring for my neck so I don't nod off while I'm driving. Did you ever hear, you heard Boyd Banks' old joke about uh, the marketing no. of the uh, 9-11, how they would have a sex toy called the Terrorizer, and it would be the two World Trade Center towers. <laughs> one would go in her pussy, and one would go in her ass. Did you remember that joke? <laughs> no. Fuck 
fucking hilarious. Well, oh that's why God. we got to break that. Terrorize her. Terrorize her. Uh, okay, that is the end of the show. We oh, do shit, have to really? wrap it up. Yeah, no, unfortunately. We got fucking I know. This is what happens. That's what do. happens. We've got so many sucky, fucky jokes. But uh, we'll save those sucky, fucky jokes for next week. Um, we do have new episodes on iTunes. What's gone up uh, recently, uh, Dave? Uh, well, by the time that you hear this, the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the me doing the horrible. Uh, uh, a pussy uh, fish and chips joke uh, yes. is going to be on. And remember, I know that was a bad joke oh, when I told it. it. Okay, just yeah, yeah get please. Over okay. It. Uh, and uh, yeah, that show will be up in the air. And uh, with the Dave Foley and uh, Allison Door episode that we did, and yes. then the Mike Dambra and uh, Sean Cullen episode okay. is already up now. And so then they'll be shut up there. All right. So check us out on iTunes. And also, uh, there'll be July 12th to 14th in Owen Sound, Hanover. And in Port Elgin, the Grey Bruce Comedy Festival that I'm running is going to be there. Pete Zedlacher, uh, a bunch of other comics, Kenny Robinson, Alan Park, Ian Zerota, Bobby Mayer, and Christina Walkinshaw, one of our co-hosts, will be taking over the North. So check that out. Uh, world-class entertainment over three nights. And uh, Sirius XM is a sponsor. And Brick Brewery is helping us out as well as being a sponsor. So it's a great time in the summer, July 12th to 14th. Uh, for tickets and details, go to GreyBruceComedyFestival.com. And uh, that's it. If you want any more information about me, Comedy com and my Twitter is Comedy Whore and David. Uh, you can find my uh, Twitter handle is uh, Dave Martin World. My website is Dave Martin World. This Saturday is actually my uh, 40th birthday. Holy oh, fuck, right. I didn't think I would make it this far. Uh, and uh, if you're listening to this show, uh, come to the Dominion on Queen, uh, 500 Queen Street East. I will be partying there from 9 to 4 o'clock in the morning. The last call is 4 o'clock in the morning because wow. it is the Toronto Jazz Festival, so they will be scraping me off the walls or, uh, the, or the walls of uh, the, the Dominion or uh, a bathroom stall somewhere and uh it should be uh it'll be a lot of fun we'll be rocking out all right that's it so uh till next week uh which will be our uh canada day weekend episode uh, have fun <laughs> and uh, don't puke on yourself that's right and, the canada uh, way. and uh, go get a canadian cock ring canadian made yes canadian made cock rings the only of, ones I, that are worth it. out of wood yeah and maple, and maple syrup that's the <laughs>